This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. Saying it as a positive, it's bubbling. It's awesome. It's frothy. It's, yeah. Just well, like us. and that's the. Yeah. <laughs> we are frothy. I um, agree with that. We know frothy. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, the pop that you heard like four seconds ago, uh, or so. It was live. Yeah, that was live. We that did, was uh, live. that meant the start of another innocuous bastards episode. Um, we are, of course, the innocuous bastards. My name is Amato. I'm Mac. AG over here. And our show is a podcast that addresses current events, weird news, and our take on the day's most burning questions, all while under the influence, hashtag, allegedly. Mac, you recently started a new uh, dietary lifestyle. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it was like a... To me, I specifically did it as not like a major lifestyle change. Because I think anytime you try to deny yourself something, you're going to want it even just much more. So uh, it, it involves a certain number of calories per day, which I've been able to maintain. Uh, it is I probably uh, the job I have now is an office job. I'm not, I'm a fairly sedentary lifestyle. I've gained a lot of weight. I am in a certain position where the clothes. You know, they don't look good, they don't fit well, and they're kind of uncomfortable, and that's the only reason for it. Like, if I was younger, I would think, well, I don't look good for the ladies, but I'm I'm spoken for and and happily spoken for, so now it's just about comfort. And so for comfort, I'm not in a hurry to do it, I just just want to make sure that it's done, that the the job gets done. So I've I've decided on a, a, a diet where I do about... Uh, Seventeen to eighteen hundred calories a day, which I've been doing the last couple of weeks, and it's it's very attainable. I'm just saying, you you can do it. it. Just means you eat a little bit less, and I enjoy coming home after a long day. I love to sit down, and you know, Claire is a very good cook. Um, she she cooks a lot of really really good stuff. So I'll eat, and I'll go back for. I would go back for for seconds. Now I'm not doing that. Now I just stick to the original plan of one serving, and then at work. I get free lunch there uh, at the buffet, which is very dangerous because sometimes they have really, really good stuff. But I just stick now to the to the uh, small portions, even if it's something that is uh, high calories, just small portions. And then breakfast, we kind of do the same thing every day. We got like an English muffin. We got a little egg action going on there. We got a little slice of low uh, of low fat cheese. Excuse me, and it works out pretty well. So you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's it's monitored. I don't drink during the week, which I haven't. I've been very good about that. And if I do drink, even on the weekend, it'll be not so much to where it's going to like add. Because I, I did look up. I know, as, as our, our fans know, I do have uh, an affinity and a, and a love for bum wine, uh, specifically the, the Mad Dog 2020 variety. And Mad Dog, I looked up, it is 1,500... Well, 1,536 calories in one bottle of wow. Mad Dog. That's like your daily allowance. That's what I'm saying. You should, and it's not that surprising when you, if, if you've ever tasted it and maybe you haven't, I advise you do try it because it's really good. It's all sugar. That's probably It's the sugar. It's really what it all comes down to. And whatever the blue is in there. Whatever the blue is, it, 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 sugar. If you, if you write off the blue calories, <laughs> it's not that much. It's, it's not as nearly as bad. But if you take a bottle of Mad Dog, that is a meal, and that meal is almost an, is an entire day of calories that I've dedicated myself to. For but the also with a huge with a huge backside bonus, right? You're getting right. your meal for the day, but you're getting wasted, and you're getting wasted. At least you can't do that. You can't do that with like a but, corned beef sandwich. But I you can't. <laughs> but I'm only I'm I have enough tolerance now. My tolerance is so high. That, uh, you know, really over the years, like like if I were twenty one, alcohol, alcohol tolerance. Yeah, my if if my to- if I was twenty one and drinking a bottle of Mad Dog, that would probably last almost the entire waking day. 
now a bottle of Mad Dog will probably last three hours for, you know, for me before I'm like, I'm ready for another one. Let's do another bottle of Mad Dog Jesus. or something. All right. Yeah. And, and that's not, it's not a good thing. So that's why I have to deprive myself of that pleasure, which I'm happy to do because uh, at, at this, this time next year, I will be about, I'm currently about 250, 250 pounds, which is about the highest I've, I've ever been. Uh, and I will be about two. Uh, will be 170 to 175 pounds next year. That's, this is this so is you're gonna drop promise. 75 pounds. Yes, in a year. Yeah, is that which, you're which is which is which is doable. It's yeah, doable. Is, yeah, healthy. It is healthy. Yeah, people it, they, they try to diets. They try to do things too quickly. Uh, they they, they want to lose 20 pounds in a week. Well, that means you don't eat any anything and you can't enjoy anything. To, to stick to a diet, you have to do things that make you happy. So that means occasionally I'll have, I'll have a weekend where I, I enjoy myself. But for the most part, I will maintain, I say 90, 90 to 95% of the time, I will maintain the diet and exercise uh, in a moderate way. I'm not going to go out and like run a, a PX90 or run a fucking marathon or lift weights and get into it because I don't care about that. But if I can get down to 170, 175, and then maintain after that about a 180 average, for my body type, I'll be completely fine with that. And healthy. And I might even live to be 70, which would be okay with me. God willing. Yeah. God has got nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with a smaller portion size is smart because eventually yeah. you just get used to that size. Exactly. Stomach shrinks, and especially if you're getting more exercise... Uh, I found I I lost weight you know a few years ago by riding my bike a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. And you, you eventually find it's just like you're not hungry. You're like when you especially you get done with your ride, I'm thirsty. Right. And all the water that I drink, you know, it fills you up, and you just don't want to eat. And right. I think your 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 appetite decreases. So portion size is a good place to start. Yeah, and and you know the other thing for me is like you know I got two pretty fucked up knees. I've I've dis- dislocated and torn tendons in both knees over the years. So uh, the weight I feel it now as I'm forty, you feel more things physically in your body and weighing you down. Yeah, it's weighing me down. So I know that when I I went for a walk this morning, uh, it was about a two and a half mile walk. I felt it. I mean, I felt good. Actually, I could have gone five or, or six or seven, but at that point, it took me two miles basically to warm up to the point where I felt good <laughs> walking, which is, is, is certainly a, a pretty good indicator of where you want to be. So I know with the less weight, that'll that'll go down. So yeah. uh, if you just if you just control the portions, control what you do during the week, the, the weekends you do the best you can. So you don't you don't like. Try, you know, try to freak out about it, uh, and then it, it, the the over the the overarching work that you do into it will, will will show itself. I think with any kind of change to diet, right, and especially with the goal of uh, of weight loss or, or maintaining a healthy weight, the more it, it the more it's akin to normal to norm to what you would do normally. Yeah, the better versus a complete departure from the norm exactly uh you know when i did my vegan diet and i just did it for one month and i picked the shortest month february uh a couple of years ago i dropped a lot of weight so quick but it was also very extreme um it was all about portion size and i really i thought i uh i convinced myself that i thought that that all right now that i've got this lifestyle i can continue it but you know, but I miss so much of the stuff that that made me happy, like the bacon and the and the fried eggs. You're and, Filipino. These are your and birthright. I'm, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, <laughs> I, I need to kill animals. But um, you know, but then you know, as Mac was saying earlier, I think you know, the, having having uh, paying attention to portion size, right? Paying attention to what to what you do choose to eat with those eighteen hundred calories to meet there. Because I mean, like you know, I, I'm I'm on an oatmeal kick lately. I've given up because I, I used to basically go jack in the box every morning. Oh, absolutely. You know, and if, if it's unhealthy and I end up crying in the parking lot. But my point is, I've been a half, and that's after the first bite. That's before the first bite. <laughs> uh, so, but like, but like a, like a bowl of oatmeal is only about, you know, 60, 90, 60 to 90 calories. Yeah. And it fills you up. So that's a good choice, for instance. And it's not a, it's not drastic. You know what I mean? I'm not eating cardboard. 
right? You know, in the morning or whatever, which I could because that's only like two calories. Hey, yeah, I'm sure you can find a lot of carbs. Hey, we can just recycle the box. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, but no. Good. I mean, good luck on you. Good luck to you, Mac. I well, mean, I think that a, a diet is it's a, it's a kind of a negative connotation to it. There's always a ne- even if it's a positive diet that you're on. There's always a negative connotation, like you're forcing yourself to do this. But I think there is honestly a point in your life, like when I was 30, I could eat and drink pretty much what I wanted because my body was healthy enough that I could just yeah, I, I can make it. I, I I can make it happen exactly. Yeah. And now where I am at the age of 40, and I think there's a, a lot of people do, who are younger, they're like, oh, 30's old. Yeah, not really. 40 is where you start feeling the, you know, the pangs. Of, Freaking everything. You feel everything. You feel everything, yeah. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't drink the way I used to. I can't eat the way I used to. I can't do the things I used to do. But that's okay because now I can do them maybe at 50% of what I did before. And still be happy, and 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 bonus is that my life isn't so bad anymore. <laughs> my so life so is good. So you're like the Peyton Manning of drinking. I'm the Peyton Manning of drinking right now. That's not as good yeah. as it was, but I it's still pretty good. I, I can't I can't throw that six, sixty yard bomb, <laughs> which means you go to three a.m. and and you're drinking from six or actually you drink from ten a.m. and and I've done some things where in my thirties where I can drink, start drinking at ten a.m. You don't get down, it's midnight and even beyond, and you've done that. And the next morning you feel, you don't feel great, but you don't feel like you're going to die. I remember definitely uh, turning the big 4-0 five years ago uh, was kind of a, a threshold for me. Because I remember even before then, like even 38, 39, right. I, would, I would do those 10-hour you know, alcohol yeah. drinking binges. And like the following morning I would run six miles, and it was yep. no big deal. Yeah. You know? Uh, not not the case anymore. I no. mean, I I get out of bed and that's my exercise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you jack <laughs> off. That is your exercise. I'm so tired. I gotta go back to bed. <laughs> no, it's true. There is something to that, and uh, and and that's why if I just do a little bit less of it, then I can do more of it in the long run, ish. Spread out over time. Or yeah, I, I I enjoy drinking a little bit. I enjoy getting buzzed. I enjoy eating really good really good food. I enjoy the pleasures of life, but the enjoying too much of that is going to lead you down the path to distraction. Right. Uh, what is it? Gluttony? Is that what the uh, gluttony uh, is? It's a sin that I have yeah. definitely part- uh, definitely partaken in. Yeah. So as long as you don't go down the road of gluttony. Yeah, or try not to go down the road of gluttony. You should be fine. Well, and then even I notice now, like if I get really drunk, I don't feel as good even when I'm drunk. I like I don't feel as good as I used to. You don't feel as good drunk. Yeah, I don't feel like drunk before. I feel in, invincible before, and now I feel like pretty invincible. I'll be vinced. I'm, I'm Vince. You're Vince Vaughn. I'm definitely Vince. Uh, Vaughn. Well, I mean, it, it, age does have a lot to do with that. You're, you know. Pending father fatherhood again? Yes. Uh, yeah. Even though you are a father already, I want to be around for a little bit. I want. To, yeah. I want to be around for a little bit. I want to enjoy a few more things. Uh, I don't need to be a hundred. I don't need to be ninety. I don't even need to be eighty. But if I can get to seventy to seventy-five, that is pretty good to me. By then, they'll be flying cars. I mean, you kind of want to see that. Well, I, I kind of want to re- see that. They're, they're probably going to regrow. Uh, organs, like he was like, oh, my liver is shit. Okay, here's here's a new liver based on your DNA. Here you go, it's done. It's copied it. It's a three D copy printer. It's yeah. a three D fucking. So copy. you don't think that because of the way our technology is advancing almost every 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 second, that um, that we'll we'll be able to find the longevity cure. I mean, not the longevity cure, but the, the you know the formula for longevity, and we'll be able to live a lot longer. Oh. And and who cares about the consequences? Oh, I think we will get to that point. I think that we will have designer babies, uh, babies who have the, the genes of more than just the, the two parents. I think you're going to be able to cherry. You're going to be able to have a house blend. You're going to be able to cherry pick things. It's similar to Gattaca. I think Gattaca is the most realistic movie that I've seen. In the last twenty years, I think that is the most likely and realistic outcome, for better or for or for worse. Like I don't necessarily think that. I think it's someone could be born with all the gifts of a Gattaca baby, but it's unlikely. 
And so you have to, right now we're dealing with the faults of our, and our own faults of the things that we do. Now, the only difference is that I think that we will be able to regrow certain aspects of our body. Even in, uh, someone who gets uh, paralyzed, Christopher Reeves, would uh, would be able to walk in 20 years from now. I think he would be able to, they would be able to find a way for him to regrow yeah. that part of his spine. They're just going to regrow Christopher Reeves, I think. They're going to regrow, they really, they, they really ought to because he kind of went out on a bad note. Well, and I'm sure, I'm sure they, they saved him. I'm sure yeah. they saved his, his DNA somewhere. And actually, there's a movie out either right now or or it was out recently uh, called Selfless and it's uh, it had um, uh, there was basically there was a millionaire guy that ended up dying somehow or was going to die and they ended up transplanting his brain into Ryan Reynolds' body <laughs> and I'm not sure how he died I don't really I didn't watch the film right so basically he gets to relive I mean extend his life but in another person's body that was, just, that was basically like a blank slate you just like plop a, a a jump drive of your brain into this other. Um, that sounds like the movie Moon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of movies, well, I was going to say oh. really briefly, really, really quick. We are almost to that point. We're already growing ears. Or we're, we're we're growing appendages and petri dishes. Even we're three D printing them. We're three D printing them. It's not that far fetched, but it does sound like a movie. Yeah, <laughs> but it's movie. not a good movie. Yeah, very good. Yeah, no, and, and um, but but again, I got kind of going back to what, what we were talking Movies. about. Definitely, we. I wish you. I wish you all the best with that endeavor, Mac. I would love. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll do the same thing because uh, I think that's easy. It's easy to. Do, it, that sounds easy to do. Eighteen hundred calories sounds very easy. That's what to I mean. Do. It's doable. I'm not picking some ridiculous goal. I'm not going to be 170 pounds by December or even by uh, the summer. And, like I don't care. My, my, my beach body is going to suck in the summer. That's fine. And you're, I mean, and you're picking Next something. Summer, you're picking. I mean, you're basically. It's, it's. I think it's down to. I did the math earlier. Like six pounds a month. Right. Is what you're. Or yeah, six pounds a month is what you're trying to. Yeah. Trying to lose. So yeah, more power to you, man. It's re. It's re. It's realistic. Um, but I think that uh, you know a lot of people want to get into what is maybe not surreal. But uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about the Oscars, specifically the best film uh, nominees, um, which we haven't seen. I don't think I've seen. Well, maybe I've seen one of them. Is Ex Machina on there? Oh, it is not. Oh, it's not. That should be in that movie. Oh, I love that movie. That movie is fantastic. Well, uh, let me let me run down the nominees and then we'll, we'll take a break and then we'll come back. But the nominees are Spotlight, The Big Short, nope. The Revenant, nope. Mad Max Fury Road. Haven't seen it. Oh, should well, The Martian. I need to see that. The Martian. I have seen the Martian. Bridge of Spies, no. Brooklyn, and Room. Hmm. We'll be right back. So uh, I revealed uh, uh, prior to the break the list of nominees. We're going to talk about these um, in turn. So the first one we're going to talk about is Spotlight. So first of all, have any has anyone no. seen it? Negative. Okay. So I'm on IMDb.com, Spotlight is the true story, quote, the true story of how the Boston Globe uncovered the massive scandal of child molestation and cover-up within the local Catholic archdiocese, shaking the entire Catholic Church to its core. Uh, the uh, main actors are Mark Ruff, Ruff, Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, who hasn't been in the film in a while. Yeah, he has. He was in Bird, oh, Birdman. Oh, You're right. Birdman. And Rachel McAdams. Yeah. So, first of all, there's no way I'm ever going to see this movie. <laughs> I agree. That just sounds like a huge bummer. Yeah, and nothing good can come out of that. Nothing. Like, yeah, I mean, what am I going to learn? <laughs> yeah, I should also say that the IMDb rating uh, for it is eight point two. Uh, well, I, okay, I'm, I'm sure the, the acting is good. I'm sure that the acting is good, but is it entertaining? And why do you go to movies? Most people go to movies to be entertained and not feeling like they want to like swing from a shower rod after they go see it. So to me, I'm not going to go see that movie because I will want to go swing from a shower ride. Because first of all, you probably, I mean, for those of you who care about it, you probably read about it in the news at that time. So this is a reenactment or, or dramatization right. of it. It's kind of a niche It sounds audience. boring to me. I mean, I'm not going to see it. 95%, 96% rather, tomato meter on yeah. Rotten so Tomatoes. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the theater. I'm going to say, hey, can I see this movie about child molestation? <laughs> can I also get some snow caps? <laughs> no. Can I get a, can I get a box of Kleenex and a... 
now and some Vaseline. If they're giving out X at the door, <laughs> then maybe I'll go see it. Well, okay. <laughs> then maybe I'll that's go the see only it. way. That's the only reason. That's the only way you could see it. That's the only way I would see it, is either X or like a big bottle of whiskey at the door, which I will be crying before the middle of the movie. Okay. So based on just the synopsis and based on our uh, based on our discussion, this would be a non-winner, right? It's a it's, it's a it's a thumbs down. Okay. I guess. So the next movie, the next film that's up for a best film uh, award for the Oscars is called The Big Short. It's a uh, uh, under the biography. It's a biography and a drama. So uh, this one stars Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Four denizens in the world of high finance predict the credit and housing bubble collapse of the mid-2000s and decide to take on the big banks for their greed and lack of foresight. This has a 7.9 rating on IMDb and 88%, 88% rating on tomato meat. On Rotten Tomatoes. See, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear how they went and took down big banking or something. I want to hear about the guys who caused the crisis, and I want to hear more like the Enron type story, you know. Which is kind of where that one a couple years ago, the Leonardo DiCaprio one, where he, that, that was the fun Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street was actually kind of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch Steve Carell being serious. I don't want, and I don't want to see. And Christian I love Bale. Steve Carell. I want to see Christian Bale. Period. Yeah, I don't like that guy. I like him in the Psycho movie that he did, the the American Psycho. American Psycho. I thought he was pretty funny. Uh, I loved him in Newsies. Yes, you did. Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun was fantastic. That was a good movie. He actually won like an award for the young young. I know the song. There's the song they sang in the movie. I remember that song. Yeah. Day. Yeah. I'm not going to sing it because I would sing it wrong. But it's like yeah, like that. That song. It's a very good. movie. You sure that wasn't one of the Godzilla movies? No, it's a good movie. It sounds like it would have been a Godzilla movie. But I just I don't see anything about that movie. I remember my Claire was saying we should go see this. Like no, I don't want to see because you know that it's not going to be funny even though it has Steve Carell and it's not going to be good it's like I don't think comedians should, should delve too much into the, the drama world like Jim Carrey lost us all with his weird drama except for Tom Hanks well Tom Hanks is the, like the best case scenario although I do think that the best thing that Jim Carrey has ever done is internal sunshine of the spotless mind which is a very good movie. Which is, has some comedy elements. There's a very, 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 exactly, very, very much The only so. Jim Carrey movie that I really liked is Dumb and Dumber, the first one. Oh, yeah, that was great. Fantastic movie. It is what? not nominated, though. It, it is, is not, not nominated. nominated in 2016. You know, you know uh, so in terms of the big short, okay, again, this is the uh, the bank, the banks, whatever. Right, um, the banks, yeah. Also, I want to say, it reminds me too much of Get Shorty. Just the name. <laughs> That's a good movie. And Who so, comes up with these titles? I, I understand. It's the short, movie, shorting though. is a technique they use in finance. You, oh, okay. You, uh, you, uh, anyway, you buy something and then it goes down and you can sell it back to the brokerage for cash. So yeah, short. You're, sell, you're, you're making short. money off of losing stocks. You're selling them the short. Anyway, so you're not going to watch it, Mac. No. You're not going to watch I it, AG. I'm not going to watch it without a calculator, so this is going to be a <laughs> thumbs down. No. Absolutely. Right. On green. The next uh, nominee on the list here is The Revenant. So this is the one that has Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hardy, and Will Poulter. Um, uh, IMDb synopsis reads, A frontiersman is on a fur trading expedition in the 1820s, fights for survival after being mauled by a bear, and left for dead by members of his own hunting team. It has... An 8.3 rating out of 10 on IMDb and an 83% tomato meter rating. It's keeping it real. It's keeping it real. Because imagine you were on a bear hunting expedition in the middle of fucking nowhere in the winter. If someone was hurt or was not likely to make it and you had to get back to the cabin in the woods... I would choose the cabin in the woods versus dying in the snow with home with uh, whoever... But at the same time, it's it's so I've seen the previews and all the things like it's very depressing. Well, like what is the word? I don't even know what the word revenant means. It sounds like remnant and reverent. We need to know what that means yep. because I don't know either. Revenant, uh, according to it's one of the words I don't know. It's the, um, it's the word you don't know. It's, it's the only word I don't know. <laughs> now we're gonna get to the bottom of it. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. It's very, I'm it's gonna like use a common, that in words like a common of two words, and I don't know what it means. Yeah, yeah. 
It's got to be religious somehow. I think it's got to be religious. Okay, Revenant. A person who returns. Is that it? That is boring. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) They named the movie that. I'll be back. Just watch the the Terminator. A person who returns. That's one definition. The second definition. A person who returns as a spirit after death like a ghost. Oh, well, that's so better. that there we go from a from a context standpoint. Well, because I, I know a ghost. I know from people at work who were talking about seeing the movie is that he almost dies. Uh, well, yeah, Le- being Leonardo DiCaprio almost bear. dies. Yeah, and and honestly, how many people could say that? It's very 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 few. Bears are evil. Bears will kill you normally if you end up getting attacked by one. So the fact that he was able to come back, but I thought that. I thought I heard that his son was killed also and that it was a revenge flick. So it was a little bit of Commando. Not that anybody died in Commando, but that there was a little bit of a revenge. Sure. And also return. Huh? Did Sully die? Well, Sully died and he was supposed to die last. He was lied to. He was lied to. He was totally, he he, he got a raw deal. <laughs> so, and wasn't the Revenant uh, the film that won that won a Golden Globe for like comedy musical or something like that? I hope so. And, uh, and like something, some weird category that it actually won. And uh, on Twitter, Megan, Megan Amram, Amram, I don't know if you follow her. She's actually pretty funny. No, we don't. Tweeted, yeah, um, we don't follow her. Tweeted the Revenant. It was I saw it, but it wasn't really that funny or something like that because it was <laughs> not. A, it's not supposed a, to be funny at all. That's a good tweet. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the Revenant. I probably will see it. I think know. I might want to watch it, and if only for on the TV at at home in the you know on a Saturday night in the dark. If only, if only I just want to see the scene where he gets mauled by a bear. I think that <laughs> I think that'd be pretty uh, fun. Agreed, agreed. Would you see it? AG? Well, see, that would sort of make up for. Did you ever see? Uh, oh, what was it? It was a Werner Herzog movie about the guy. Uh, was doing the bear. Oh, you know, what I'm talking about. It's yeah, I can't really have it. Uh, this guy up there goes up to Alaska. Grizzly man. Grizzly man. So you don't get to see that guy is killed by a bear. Literally off killed. camera. Literally killed. Yeah, yeah. and his yeah. girlfriend too, I think. Oof. And you don't get to see it. So There's maybe no this kind of makes up for that a little bit because you actually do see it. You don't see him die, but you see the attack. So, yeah. but it's funny because uh, some of the other twi- some of the other tweets were like. That bear was a really good actor, blah, because obviously it's a real bear, you know, that actually mauled him. That's someone else who died this this year that we didn't mention in the previous episode is the Grizzly Adams guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah. And that uh, was a great. That was a great show. That was such a great. It's show. a unique show. Dead. It's a unique show because there's yeah. not been anything like that. And but it does have something in common with the Dukes of Hazard. Denver Pyle. Yeah, Uncle Jesse. Bam. <laughs> right there. Wow. On the on the nose right away. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so, The Revenant, again, I will see it. Uh, but in terms of... I think of, I'll see it. Uh, I, in I terms of... Thumbs up, I I'm not going to say it's going to win, but it's something I would consider. I would see it. I mean, I it, it won a Golden Globe, so... Well, it doesn't matter. Well, nobody cares. All right. It, yeah. The next one on the list is Mad Max Fury Road. I saw Mad it. Mad Max Fury Road. I saw it, too. I uh, haven't seen it. The, I want to see it. The synopsis from IMDb... A woman rebels against the, a tyrannical ruler in the a woman? post a woman yes. post apocalyptic Australia. Oh, I didn't realize it was such a in search for her homeland with the help of a group of female prisoners, a psychotic worshiper, and a drifter named Max. I.e. Mad Max. No, that's it stupid. Had, it had an eight point two rating on IMDb and a ninety seven percent rating on the tomato meter. Wow. What was wrong with the first Mad Max? It was just fine. The very been, first there, one. This is the fourth one. The dude. second one. The, the, okay, the second one. The was Road the Warrior. That was by. That's the best one. It's so still the best one. Would you choose this or the new one who has got ninety-seven percent on the fucking uh, tomato meter? Road Warrior. Exactly. Although this has it's di- it's a different style of movie, sort of. Well, they and, shouldn't re. They're, they're the problem for me is that they're taking a woman and making it. If you want to make a woman movie, that's fine. Where she's like the the, the heroine or whatever they like call it. Like Mad Maxine or something like Mad that. Mad Maxine. Yeah. If you want to do that, it's fine. Just don't call it, don't tie it to the movie that was one of the best movies of all time. Wasn't well, it, it wasn't, doesn't have the character, Max. Wasn't the woman's yeah, name? There, it's loosely no, based no, on it's, it. It's, he was the main guy in that movie. It's not some women's riot, some well, pussy the name, riot thing going on. So, 
So anyway, the movie is about this woman. So her name is Furiosa or something like that. And I think that's why Fury Road in the title. I don't know. But um, but it's about it's about this woman, right? Uh, where Mad Max, I thought, was sort of just more of a second secondary ca- character there, in this yeah, film. That is intentional. Yeah. Which was intentional. So uh, so that's probably why it's rubbing you the wrong way, Mac. Yeah, and I haven't even seen it. Mac. It's but see, the wrong here's way. the thing is that Mac, they say this in, I think, several of the movies, that he is a man reduced to a single instinct, survival. Yes. So in order for her to ca- for the movie to go forward, she believes in something. And she's trying to attain that. And he's just kind of like along for the ride. He believed in something in the first movie. He saved their fucking asses in the first movie. But he survived. He knew that was the way to survive. From a right... At the same time, he, he, he could have run away and survived just the same. He, he the stayed gas. with them. He, he stayed with the them. Gas. He, he, he could have got gas elsewhere. No, that was the only place he could No. He was, liked was, that kid he with the... He had the club card He had the gas kid. Station. The kid with the little... The ding, 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 Wait a minute. Ding. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. No, I, had, will, I will say, having seen them both... The first Road Warrior is way, way better. better. It's way more just like it's intense. It's raw. It's, it feels like the end of the fucking world. It feels yeah. You're over there. This one is more. It's way more polished. It's way more choreographed and it's visually it was sumptuous. It's like wow. Yeah, this but is it's antiseptic compared to what you got in that movie. I felt it was gritty. It's gritty. Gritty and could be the end of the world if there was at, at that time. I remember in 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 in, in those years. The biggest fear was like a nuclear bomb and the nuclear war between Russia and the U.S. That could happen then, and you could see that happening. Like there, there would still be deposits of oil, and you could still make gas, and things can happen. And that seems more, way more realistic than this other shit. You haven't even seen it though, Mac, so you can't really make that a complete yeah, comparison. Thumbs I think. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. <laughs> thumbs down on that. Well, yeah, you've seen just, you've seen it, AG. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm surprised it's actually it's on the best picture. It's, a, it's surprising because it's surprising of the genre? because of mm, no, it's just surprising because it, in a way is the movie is a little bit slight to me. It uh, you know they set out to do something and something doesn't work out, so they go you know they do something else. But it just didn't have the I mean the the Road Warrior movie it was so much more visceral yeah. uh, and like edge of your seat type of stuff. This is more like, wow, that's really, that's, I like what I see on the screen. That's it's really, neat. boom, that's great. Didn't yeah. have gra- gra- gravitas or whatever. Yeah, it's just that, that plus did, I saw the movie when I was like 12. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, I've never seen anything like this. And, and, it, and even vicious. today, it's still it relevant. Movie. I think it's still relevant, even like even today, because you look at where the world is going, and you can see if you turn the wrong way, how that could happen. And you just have shit like that going on in the middle of nowhere. Well, Mad Max Fury Road uh, is not the only sci-fi movie that's um, up for an Oscar for best film. The next film we're going to talk about is The Martian. I so have seen it. this is uh, with Matt Damon, Jessica Chastain, Kristen Wiig. Uh, the IMDb synopsis: During a manned mission to Mars, astronaut Mark Watney is presumed dead after a fierce storm and left behind by his crew. It kind of sounds like The Revenant, but Watney has survived and finds himself stranded and alone on a hostile planet. With only meager supplies, he must draw upon his ingenuity, wit, and spirit to subsist and find a way to signal to Earth that he is alive. Received a um, 8.1 out of 10 rating on IMDb and a 92% rating on the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, wasn't Jessica Chastain and Matt Damon also in that movie Interstellar? Or he oh, was. Matt Damon was in the movie, right? Yeah. You're thinking it wasn't Jessica no. Chastain. It was. Uh, it was uh, what's her face, Fish Face, uh, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah, she was there too. Yep, and Matthew McConaughey. Matthew yep. McConaughey. Yep. That's right. Matthew McConaughey's daughter grew up to be Jessica Chastain. Really? So she was the one working with the scientist. Okay. Anyway, you've seen it, Matt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you well, remember now? Well, her, I guess I can kind of see that. I just think that, I think the movie itself, well, if you know anything about interstellar travel or, or uh, inter, <laughs> not interstellar. If you've experienced interstellar travel. Not interstellar travel, but uh, the interstellar space, travel that I have. space travel. <laughs> you know that some of what they and even in the conditions on Mars, they they fudge some things. But even the author 
when I remember said that he fudged some things just to make it more entertaining. He's like, yeah, it's not completely scientific, but the movie itself is it's pretty cool. I, I think Matt Damon actually does a good job for once, and I don't. I liked him in the in the Born movies. There's there's no Born in this in this guy at all. It's all science based, and and the things that he's doing, it's it's cool. And the idea of everyone's always wondered as like if you were if you're marooned on an island or marooned on a planet, what would you do and how would you handle it? And the fact that he the things that go on in this movie by himself and the way that they I mean it's all if you haven't seen it it's a happy ending it's all great it probably there's a lot of moments in the movie where you can think this is not going to end well it's definitely not going to end well so there's some things that are not real they're not realistic but you can see that it could happen in a perfect world so this is like that perfect world dimension where he lives but I think that the idea uh, is really good and the soundtrack is fantastic and I think it's very an, an, under, an underrated aspect of really good movies is a soundtrack I that agree. makes that really makes sense. Yeah. And this one here, it's um, and I love David Bowie really anyway. But at the moment where they have they play Starman is in this soundtrack, and when they're doing it, it, it all makes sense and it's perfect for this movie. So I think as entertainment, I would say. Absolutely, it should be up there. The acting was also very good, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that it'd be like um, the the classical Oscar-winning movie. I would think that it'd be more of just the, the. It's a great entertainment, great acting, everything. It's a, it's a good package, but that's not like anybody dies. I guess you could. It say. doesn't really seem like maybe it's advancing film. It's just it's a right. good film. Oh, it's fantastic. But I haven't seen it, but I've it's heard great. It it's great entertainment. I, I like the idea of putting somebody in what seems to be an impossible situation and they figure out a way out of it. Yeah. Which this is, that's about the one of the most impossible ones you can think of. Is yeah. And it's recent. It's not like, it's not unattainable science. It's not like, it's like things that we can't do now. It's like right in this relative time period where we can do some of the things. It's like maybe a little bit in the future, but it's not too far. So not too far say, off. I mean, I'm thinking like right. the next 10 years. Right. That's exactly, this is exactly what it is. So that's why I liked it is because you can see it's like we're out there. Space is hard to deal with. And you kind of get that big, uh, idea through the movie. Well, I'll, I'm, I know I'm going to see it. Um, yeah. So, and maybe it, but I don't know. I mean, a sci-fi film, best film, I mean, it doesn't really happen that often. It probably wouldn't. It probably won't win. Yeah. But I think that as far as the pure entertainment value and the good feeling and the, just the like the edge of your seat factor is definitely there. Nice. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuous bastards find us on twitter as at innoc bastards or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com alright the next uh, movie on our list is Bridge of Spies IMDB says it's a Tom Hanks film. During the Cold War, an American lawyer is recruited to defend an arrested Soviet spy in court and then help the CIA facilitate an exchange of the spy for the Soviet captured American U2 spy plane. Francis Gary Powers. Yeah. Um, IMDB rating is 7.7 out of 10, and the tomato meter for this is 91%. It's a Tom Hanks film. How do we feel about that? I don't like Tom Hanks, so that's immediately uh, <laughs> negative for me. I don't get the fascination with him. I don't think he's really that great of an actor, and I don't really like seeing him on screen. Okay. Yeah, so there's my point of view. Yeah, and, and I kind of agree for the most part. The only movie I've really ever liked him in is Forrest Gump. I, I hated Forrest Gump. I like Forrest Gump because of the historical points. Bullshit. That, yeah. But also, if you've, ever seen, if you've ever seen, I know we've talked about this before many, many, many times. I'm sure I mentioned it. Cloud Atlas, Tom Hanks and Cloud Atlas. You need to see that. I've seen it. The 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 scourge that is Tom Hanks in movies. Um, But I gotta I gotta admit I do like the I love the area the the era of the 
uh, of that. I love that era, I guess you can say. I love even, I've listened to the Kennedy tape recordings where they're talking about, even later on, um, right in that time period, the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis and all the things that go on. It's fascinating. And everyone should, if you're, you want to know anything about history, you love history, you should go back and his presidents have made tapes in the office. They, you should go listen to the, some of those things. They're really, really interesting. Uh, but Tom Hanks is definitely not the guy who I'd want. I, I, I just don't take him seriously in anything that he's ever done. Well, first of all, you look, up, buddies. You look up on the screen, it's Tom Hanks. It's like there's I can't Bism suspend buddies. disbelief for Tom Hanks. You're like, yeah, Splash, basically, all over again. Splash, Bosom Buddies, what was that other Volunteers, shit? Volunteers, yeah. Big. Big. Um, yeah. Castaway. It's like, where's Wilson? That was the, one of the worst ever movies I've ever seen. It was a very disappointing movie. All right, so... I'm going to say thumbs... I mean, I, actually, I, I've, I've seen... This down. I've seen some previews, and actually it might be a good film. But, but Tom Hanks. It is Spielberg, and it's Tom Hanks together, and... I don't Saving know. Private Ryan was actually a pretty good movie, too, though. Well, that could be. Yeah. All right, next. so the next uh, film on our list is called Bridge of Spy... I'm sorry, did we do that already? Did we just... We That's just what we just that. did, sorry. We the just last, the last. <laughs> The next movie on our list is called Brooklyn. Um, Spike Lee. No, uh, this. Oh. Uh, what an Irish girl. This is I cannot pronounce her name, but Sorcy Ronan. Cersei. Say or S A O I R S E. But anyway, Cersei. Cersei. Yeah. Uh, IMDb synopsis reads: An Irish immigrant lands in 1950s Brooklyn, where she quickly falls into romance with a local. When her past ca- catches up with her, however, she must choose between two countries and the lives that exist within. It has 7.7 rating on IMDb and a 98% rating on the tomato meter. Yeah, that's pretty high. I think it probably, uh, not having seen it, not knowing anybody who's in the movie, it probably nails the period piece part of it. Like, you you probably believe that you're in that uh, particular period of American 1950s. history. 1950s. Yeah, and that was a weird time to be an immigrant at the, at the, at the same time. Uh, but I, I wouldn't see it. I'd see it if I was a lady friend wanted to date movie. It's a date movie. I would probably not see it on myself. Although I like I like movies like that. I you know character period, pieces period, and period pieces, pieces are yeah. nice. But uh, it was actually playing up the street for me for a while, and I just eh, it's not what's going to get me to go to the theater. Agreed. But and I don't know that I, even if I saw it like on. You know, coming up in ten minutes on HBO. If I would wait that ten minutes, I'd yeah. probably be like, "Fuck that." It's but. not something that you think about, and you. It's more. It's more playing. They made the movie playing to their people who watch those kind of things and, and also, enjoy those kind of things. You illustrated a perfect thing about that. It's called Brooklyn. You thought it was Spike Lee, so that the movie's title is a little misleading in its own. So yeah, yeah. Well, so fuck it. I don't know. I don't know who selects the nominees, but. Uh, the last one on our, the last one on the list is called Room. Uh, room, Room, Room. Do you have a room? <laughs> room, uh, Room is uh, stars Brie Larson, and that's the only one I know. It's named after a cheese. Um, <laughs> after five-year-old Jack and his mother escape from the enclosed surroundings that Jack has known his entire Jesus. life. The boy makes a thrilling discovery. That tells, not, that tells oh, me nothing. Oh, I remember the previews for this now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I don't know what... It, so what is it about? It's bullshit. 8.3 rating on IMDb and a 96% rating It's on, like a bubble boy kind of situation, and then he comes out into the real world, and there's all the shit in between. It's just... It's bullshit. It, it sounds like a sort of a re-doing of the... Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt TV show, which is some woman's been trapped in a cult all her life. And she- okay, there's a better there's a better synopsis actually okay. on Rotten Tomatoes. Both highly suspenseful, excuse me, and deeply emotional. Room is a unique and touching exploration of the boundless love between a mother and her child. After five year old Jack and his ma escape from the yeah. enclosed surroundings that Jack has known, the the bull make blah 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 the outside world. So that's the thrilling discovery, the outside world. As he experiences all the joy, excitement, and fear that this new adventure... Oh, my God. This, <coughs> this is freaking boring. I'm not going to watch this. You know what they should probably release nowadays? I think movies that would do even better today than they did back then. The Truman, the Truman Show. They should re-release The Truman Show. 
that's a fantastic movie. I think it's a good movie. It's silly in a lot of ways. Like it's not very real. It's like an alternate universe almost. Like, Pleasantville or something. It's very interesting the way you can see that things like that could happen. It's possible that it could it could possibly happen. It's kind of a thought experiment. It's a thought experiment, and it's a good one. And I think they picked the right people for the movie. Like I think Jim Carrey was perfect for the movie. I think uh, Ed Harris is great for that movie. I think that was a good movie. That would again, it probably wouldn't win the fucking uh, uh, Oscars, but it'd be very entertaining and relevant. So it was. It was, it was it was probably like a decade. Was it even later? Was it earlier than that? Like maybe twenty years, almost ten, fifteen. It's way ahead of its time. So this movie reminds me just the synopsis a little bit of Boyhood. Yeah, did you guys see Boyhood? Mm-mm. I did not see it. Oh my god, that's that one. That's a really uh, solid. Yeah, that's a movie that will stick with you, and it's. You know, it's kind of plotless. It just follows a kid during these seven years of his life. Mm-hmm. But uh, wow, there's some just stuff. There's gut punches in that that movie. I, I still can kind of get a little emotional just thinking about it. Hmm. But it's if it, if this is of that kind of quality, that kind of like they're saying emotional. What else? This it was emotional. What is it? Uh, and suspenseful. And suspenseful. And suspenseful. That could be good, but uh, I don't know any of the names. Eh. Which is good. Brie Larson was in uh, is in Mad Men. Okay, well, I, it's is it the redhead, the one with the big tits? No, it's oh. Christine Hendricks. Oh, well, too bad. Anyway, it could it could be good. So um, it sounds like it's a down year for the Oscars. I think I was just about to say that. Just, uh, none of these movies are exciting. So let me tell you. So I, I'm looking at uh, IndieWire and Variety and the Hollywood Reporter. I'm going to tell you who they say will win. Okay. So IndieWire says Spotlight, the Archdi- Catholic Archdiocese, awful, will win. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, the v- Variety would s- says The Big Short, so the one awful. about okay. the, um, and the Hollywood Reporter says The Big Short, as awful. Well. Yeah. So it's kind of so, like I don't know. If you look at it, kind of reminds me a little bit of the uh, the Westminster Dog Show kind of thing. It's like some years you get a great dog. And that dog is amazing, <laughs> and it's a or some years it was just like, yeah, he was probably better than the rest, kind of thing. And that's yeah. kind of what's going on here. This is one of those years where the dog, uh, the people I've seen, it was like, yeah, yeah, he's better than the others, I guess. But it's not like one of those years that just blows your mind. This, which is really makes me annoyed in a certain way of the whole the the black Oscars thing that was going on with yeah. Chris Chris Rock is the Host, and there's all these people who want to boycott the Oscars because there was no black film that was selected, no black actor. Well, but it just this year, maybe there wasn't any very good black films. Selma was that last year? That, but was it very? How highly rated is it? Look, you should look it up. I'm yeah. curious because does that really? Is it just a name, or is it just because it's something to do with race? That's the reason why it's good. I suspect that the acting in those movies... I, I don't think that the oh, Academy is racist. 2014, my bad. I don't think that the Academy is racist. I think it's more likely there just isn't any good movies that are having to be on the docket. It's just one of those years. Well, that's that's one thing I was thinking, too, is that, I mean, a lot of times you'll have the best picture movie has something in it which just resonates with... Right. Or it has at least filtered down to people would recognize... Like, you'll see a parody of it on Saturday Night Live. I don't know any of these movies. Mad Max, maybe, but that's... You can make a Mad, you can make a Mad Max parody about the Road Warrior. Right. So, all <laughs> these movies are just kind of... Yeah. I guess some, Selma did c- come out on 20, in 2015, so that could have been, maybe... I mean, it was, you know, whatever. Are you just trying to cover your ass here, or what? Man? Yeah, I here, just, just... We don't care about Selma. Here are yeah. the 2015 movies that, Snubs. that are black... that. Blacklisted that have black stars. Okay, <laughs> Selma. Okay, Wedding Ringer. What? Yeah, that's great. That's the I'm one sure. with uh, Kevin Hart. Supremacy uh, with Danny Glover. Uh, I didn't even see that. I never heard of it. Focus either. with Will um, Smith. Yeah. Magic Mike XXL with Will Smith's wife. Fantastic Four with the guy who sounds like Michael Jordan. I heard that that sucked really bad. Straight okay. out of Compton, which was also Ooh, that everybody be... could was talking about that. London, no, but- London has fallen, which stars uh, Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jungle Book, which stars Idris Elba. 
Kidnap, which stars Halle Berry, and The Last Witch Hunter, which stars Vin Diesel. Okay, but what I'm more interested in is the actual scores that they're getting on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. If like, the people don't like the movies, if the numbers don't show that people like the movies, then why would you... Like, critics and... and so you're going to have the IMDb, which is the fan score, and you get the Rotten Tomato, which is the critic score. If those scores aren't high for those movies, then why would they be even be in consideration? Is affirmative action necessarily have, have to be a part of the Oscars? I, I don't think so. Well, the Oscars... To me, are just the Oscars. I mean, they don't really. Yeah, they're bullshit. I don't. Uh, I mean, we, we of course we just talked about it for the last thirty minutes, but I don't really pay attention to the Oscars show. It's I don't enjoy it. There, yeah. It's not anything that I would I would I would do. Agreed. Oscar parties, forget about it. I, no. I recently got um, uh, criticized for not caring about it, but um, <laughs> you know, whatever. The Oscars is is kind of de- defunct as far as as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm for me, I'm gonna enjoy the movies and I'm gonna enjoy it. Indeed, you know what I mean. And if I were if I were to choose a movie that I probably uh, of of that list that I feel like I would enjoy, or that I, that I is probably uh, and and should win would probably be The Martian. I agree. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It, it could well be it's the most biggest crowd pleaser. Yeah, that doesn't mean it pushes the art form forward. Agreed. It doesn't mean essentially it's like the most artsy fartsy movie, but it and is the other entertaining. Probably, what about the, and probably The Revenant? Like The, the Revenant, Revenant could be something. Agreed. Some, well, a that film is, that could. That's an Inyaritu movie, and he does sort of make movies that are a little—I don't know if they're pushing the envelope, but they're not standard. Yeah, like he did Gravity, and he did uh, yeah, that's good, which was you know it was okay and it was different though. So, F you Oscars. No, I think I think the Oscar, uh, I think the Academy got it. I think they they got it right. I think those are probably the best movies that are out there this year, and I, it just—I don't like the whole. Jumping on board, and I like what Whoopi Goldberg said. It's like uh, about the whole band boycott the Oscars. Like, well, then make more movies, make better movies. Like it's kind of what her point yeah. was. It's like do something different, do something better. And I think that was the right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Message. Let's not do another slavery movie because that's already. Yeah, been we don't need out. to do that. And no and, more civil rights movies. Right. Well, didn't last year's Best Picture wasn't that Twelve Years a Slave? Two years ago, right? And some people ago. were saying that that was kind of like a, it wasn't the best mm-hmm. movie ever, but it was kind of because it was politically correct, right? And so I don't think that necessarily that the the movie was bad, but I think that people need to pay more attention to what the numbers say. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I mean, like the Revenant could easily be played by um, Will Smith or Idris Elba, sure. Vin Diesel, you know, Vin Diesel, and no, because like Vin Diesel, because then it would have been it would be like I just think the Fast and the Furious Revenant, the, the Revenant, the fastest. <laughs> it's got Rev in the name. It's <laughs> the Rev. Well, hopefully, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe these uh, uh, publications are right, and those uh, predicted winners will win. But maybe you will be right, and we feel that maybe either Revenant or the Martian will win. Uh, and who? Go no, Martian. Who's your? Who's the Martian? Is that what I say? Go the Martian. Oh. Uh, who's your pick? We don't care. Goodbye.